This is episode 53 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, I'm going to be reading some journal stories from my time in Ghana. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey Christian travelers, what's up? Because we are all stuck at home um, due to COVID-19, or at least our travel is fairly limited, I thought this would be a unique opportunity to read some stories from some of my previous trips. And today we're going to start out with my mission trip to Ghana, Africa. Now, as many of you know on the Christian Travelers Network, Mission trips is not usually the first thing that I talk about with faith and travel. Um, I really think as a Christian culture, we emphasize that the only way to travel is uh, missions. But I truly believe that anytime we travel for vacation, for work, whatever the circumstance, God works through those situations, his kingdom is glorified, and the connections that we make can sometimes be almost more genuine. But I really did appreciate my time in Ghana, and I believe we did make an impact on his kingdom. So today I'm going to be reading some of my journal entries for you. Just to give you a little perspective on this, this was my third time traveling overseas, but this one was my first time during college. And I went with a bunch of my peers from a college in Nebraska and a college in Texas. And we went and did VBS at schools and connected with students there. For the most part, Ghana is a very Christian nation, but yet they view God as being very law-oriented. And so this was a unique opportunity to get to share Christ in some of those situations. And this was several years ago, but uh, here, let's take a look or listen in to some of my journal entries. So you're going to hear a lot about God and just how he shows up in this one. The first flight was delayed due to rain and other complications. As we flew into the clouds, we were surrounded by pure white. It honestly reminded me of the cartoon depictions of heaven, you and God in the midst of a white room. In Chicago, I found out that none of my fellow classmates would travel with me to London as their flights were delayed or canceled. Can I just say I really appreciate that someone came up with a way to communicate visually and that I am literate? Otherwise, finding my way from the plane to the bus to another terminal through security onto a subway to my gate would have been a very difficult task. It's really cool hearing so many different languages and seeing the employees dressed in so many different types of attire. I saw a few with turbans in the London airport. My last flight was to Accra, Ghana, and as hard as I tried to stay awake, I basically slept (laughs) through all of that. But I managed to be one of the first people in line to go through security and to exchange currency in Ghana. Our missions family greeted me and took us out for dinner. I tried a shawarma, which is basically a Lebanese wrap that has spicy chicken salad, french fries, and mayo on it. It was really good. The people here are very friendly. That is likely because they want tips for doing the littlest things. 
You don't let them stop traffic for you or lift your suitcase over a curb because next thing you know, they they believe they deserve a tip, which you can kindly turn down. The humidity may kill me. The first thing I noticed as I stepped off the plane is that it smells like sweat and armpit hair. Makes sense considering the heat, but it can get a little overwhelming. Due to the fact that I got here at night, I didn't get many pictures, but I hope I will get some tomorrow as we relax and wait for our friends to arrive. It's been an exciting adventure thus far and can't wait to see what's next in store. I want to pause here for a second just to address something. The situation that I found myself in, like I mentioned earlier, this is my third time traveling abroad, but the plan was to travel in a group, just like I had in high school. However, due to thunderstorms across the nation, everyone got delayed, and I was the only one who made it to Chicago, and therefore the only one who made it to London, and so I had to fly internationally and go through, like, the whole situation where you enter a country and go through customs all by myself. And I almost hadn't written down like where I was staying and like all those details because I thought that, you know, my group leader had always in the past had that information. And I'm so thankful that I did because I was totally paranoid. Like I was trying to be at peace and I kept praying the whole time, like, God, you're going to get me through this. It's all going to be fine. Like, everything's fine. I don't have a phone with international data. It's okay. I'll find the missionaries. I'll make it through customs. It'll be fine. And it was, and I landed. And like I mentioned, I got to the currency and I actually got there first. Um, I somehow made it in. I was the first one in line, got my money transferred over. And then like this massive line of like 30 or 40 people showed up shortly thereafter me. So great blessing there. And then when those missionaries found me, it was just like, okay, I can, I'm fine from here on out. Um, but traveling alone internationally for the first time, especially when I wasn't anticipating it, that was like a huge eye-opener for me. But God definitely kept me safe through all of that. Anyway, let's continue. Next day. I found myself complaining about the humidity and stiff bed, but then God hit me with a beautiful reminder. I had been wanting to go to Africa for how long? I wanted to sleep on a dirt floor in a third world country for how long? I should be incredibly appreciative of the fact that I am blessed with AC here and showers. Breakfast was cocoa puffs and powdered milk. The tribal language is Chvi, and my name is pronounced Ajua. We explored the street and met Deloyli. He showed us how to play Nakarut, a musical instrument. We were reminded to never wave anyone over with your palm, as it is considered inappropriate. Everyone arrived, and we got to catch up with them and their adventures. I overheard some missionaries here at the house talking about some of their experiences here in Africa, and it was intriguing. Apparently, it is part of their older culture where they would believe that you become more human throughout your life. If a child wasn't named and died, it basically was tossed in the rubbish. You aren't fully human until you have a name, have a spouse, and have a child because then you are contributing to society. Even though they've moved past that, 
it is still part of the culture. Those of us who have somewhat adjusted to the time change went to St. Paul's, the school in Accra, to set up microphones for VBS. So we played games with the kids while they were at recess or cooled off in the sanctuary. We then went to Trinity Lutheran School in Tema, where I will be over the next two weeks. It's about an hour away, and it's right along the coast. As we are driving along, you see people with their goats and chickens, lots of vendors, women carrying children on their backs, men and women with boxes of goods on their heads, selling them, etc. At this school, we mapped out all of the classrooms and were introduced to students and faculty. When he told some of the classes we would talk about Jesus, they all had the biggest smiles, and some jumped out of their seats. We concluded our day with the Devo songs and prepared materials for VBS. The next day, we left for school at 6 a.m. this morning. On the way over, unique things I saw. Rocks used like a jack to prop up a car people actually throwing their trash in a pile, and an empty, rusty pool missing the diving board that used to be an Olympic pool. We talked about following Jesus at chapel, and soon everyone wanted to be an actor through following Jesus. They didn't know what to think of us at first, but by the time breakfast snack had been passed out, they were yelling, Hello, Auntie Sarah! This morning, we went to the missionary house in Ghana, uh, the missionary's home. They actually live in Ghana, uh, hoping to sing with the neighbor kids, but it just turned into a jam session. We also picked up a coconut. They chopped off the top half. We brought our own straws, and then we drank the coconut juice. It's a flavor that I really can't describe with a bit of zap to it. Our next stop was the market, and someone tried to clean our windshield along the way. The vendors sold wooden, beaded, or woven items, but I am horrible at bargaining. We had dinner at the Accra Mall at Pizza Inn and Creamy Inn. Our devotion was about what God is calling me to do. Tomorrow is church, and I'm rather excited. I hope and pray that God will continue to show me what he wants. The next day, we went to Trinity Church, and the music was definitely African. People slowly trickled in to the African rhythm uh, music and danced. Then we went to St. Paul's Lutheran Church for a two and a half hour lawn worship service, which turned a lot of heads. Afterwards, they took us to the Southern Fried Chicken. It was very good. We visited Global Mamas, a shop that supports 400 Ghanaian women who make the outfits there as a way to learn about business and to provide an income for themselves. Devotion tonight was about God's continual work in our missionary's life. The next day at school, we talked about Jesus casting nets and catching so many fish their boats began to sink. At recess, the kids swarmed us and taught us games like ampe. With the nursery kids, they were all fascinated in the guitar our missionary had and were happy to celebrate a birthday with us. The second classroom, the teacher was pregnant and she had her desk in the doorway so her students wouldn't sneak off. She got up to let us in and humorously said, I might take a moment. I'm kind of loaded right now. 
During Devo, it downpoured, so we ran outside and sang Kumbaya. God had blessed me with a wonderful day. And this storm is ironic as the topic of our Bible lesson tomorrow is calming the storm. Every country that I've been to, there's a moment where there's just an utter downpour and the locals are always just like, okay, I'm going to find shelter from the rain. And even though there's rain in the United States, it seems like we always end up running out in the rain and just like finding joy in it. Um, And so we did that. The next day, when we arrived at school, the electricity was out, so we had no microphones or fans in the chapel, which meant talkative and sweaty kids. During recess, my group returned to me, wanting to hang out. We tried to teach them Red Rover, Red Rover, send so on over, but ended up with a big circle. The third graders fought over who got to record us with the iPad while we taught them Radical God. Have you heard that song? Chugga, 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 clap, clap, roll. Don't you know he's a radical God? Don't you know he's a radical God? His name is peace, peace. His name is love, love. And he came from heaven above. So in case you haven't heard the word, word, he's a radical. Chugga, 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 clap, clap, roll. Anyway, so we we taught him that song and we returned to the market and I got a bunch of paintings from an honest artist. Melinda, uh, one of my friends, ended up buying the largest African drum there, which will be fun to take back on the plane. The ninth graders joined us for chapel, and it was incredible to watch everyone singing the song Joy and walking in the light. There were fifth graders nearby that saw me skipping around with the first graders, and they were bashful to approach me. When they finally did, I did my best to learn their names, but they have such sweet, unique names that I struggled to remember them. We fell asleep in our private lunchroom at the school, completely exhausted. We went to drum lessons, but a big festival had banned large noises. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pause there, and then next week we'll do uh, more stories from my time in Ghana. I hope that you've enjoyed them so far and can kind of picture some of the unique experiences that we had. As you stay home and imagine the many trips that you can have, I remind you that we are to follow our governing authorities' recommendations on travel, and I just ask that you uh, stay safe, whatever that looks like for you. God's blessings.